Hi, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today about managed threat response. It's my pleasure to be speaking with J.J. Thompson. He's Senior Director of Managed Threat Response with Sophos. J.J., pleasure to talk with you today. Thanks for joining me. Uh, it's, it's great to be here, Tom. Thank you. So, J.J., over the past couple of years, we've heard a lot of organizations talk about threat hunting. How do you define the term? Threat hunting is, is one of the most overused terms out there these days. It's, it's one of those things that can mean everything from somebody looks at an alert to somebody comes through some log data to then what, what we consider to be the two classifications of what we would consider to be the minimum bar for threat hunting. And that minimum bar, we would say, is 24-7 is lead-driven threat hunting. And the higher bar would be around lead-less threat hunting. So to break those out, lead-driven threat hunting is when uh, somebody is looking at confirmed malicious artifacts, activities, strong signals, effectively, that are automatically blocked or terminated. And that that's the starting point. So that's what we expect technology to do. And and one of the things that's interesting out there is that, that uh, you know, some competitors will claim that there's automated threat hunting. And that automated threat hunting is what we just simply refer to as our, our foundational flagship product, IntercepteX. It does what I just described. It finds those components and that frees up our threat hunters to actually conduct real lead-driven threat hunts. That type of threat hunt involves the aggregation, investigation of causal and, and adjacent events. Uh, so before I was mentioning strong signals that machines can convict, this is about the weak signals that a machine cannot necessarily reach full conviction on and then use that to discover new indicators of attack and indicators of compromise that previously hadn't been detected. That's where we believe the foundation of threat hunting is, and, and we make that available at our entry-level offering for managed threat response because we believe that threat hunting is foundational to the success of a, of a security capability. So, JJ, to play devil's advocate, it seems everybody's got endpoint detection and response solutions today. Why aren't those enough, and why do organizations need threat hunters? You know, organizations need threat hunters for a lot of reasons. One thing I should probably call back is, is I also mentioned that there was lead less threat hunting. And, and what, this is one of those things that kind of ties back into what you're saying here. So uh, effectively, lead driven threat hunting, again, is starting with uh, machine indicated actions that can't be fully convicted. So that would mean anything that, that an EDR tool or a EPP tool is unable to say, yes, I know unequivocally this thing is malicious and I'm going to stop it. There's a lot of things that the machine learning algorithms are indicating as this could be potentially malicious, and it's just shy of the short shy of the conviction threshold. So that's one of the, the differences between going from an endpoint tool or an EDR tool to being in a situation where you really need that threat hunting capability to pick up. And then that's that's what the lead driven threat hunting is about. Lead list threat hunting is when you you can apply you know some of that same types of data science and threat intelligence, but mostly and most importantly intuition of a veteran threat hunter where they combine the, 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 the company information, information about the high value assets in their environment and their high risk users to anticipate attacker behavior and, and to be able to connect the dots where there isn't necessarily a machine conviction. So, you know, we, we, we make that analogous to if you're bear hunting, the lead driven threat hunting would be that you see, you know, a scraping on the bark of a tree or, or you see some droppings out there for the bear. Lead list threat hunting is using your intuition to say, I know the bears like salmon and there's a stream there. I'm gonna go down to the stream and I'm gonna keep an eye out to see if there's any bears nearby. 
Uh, and so that's the same type of, of, of capability we're providing uh, in our threat hunting service. Well, JJ, let's talk about SOFO's managed threat response. It's something you've just launched. Can you explain a little bit more about how the service works? Sure. So, so SOFO's managed threat response, our, our MTR offering, uh, provides a dedicated team of, of incident responders, analysts, threat hunters to rapidly identify and neutralize sophisticated and complex threats that otherwise could go undetected. And we, the way we do it is we fuse our, our top-rated endpoint protection, uh, IntercepteX, with this world-class team of, of folks who are, are using that information in a new way and, and are also supplementing that with additional technology and, and, and analysis that, that helps us identify more of those signals that a machine can't convict. And so effectively what, what happens is software is deployed to the endpoint. If it's an existing customer, it's applied just by applying a license through our, our, our central console. Those are deployed out within minutes. Just a just a few days ago, we we had a had somebody in in the middle of a uh, uh, an incident. We were able to roll this out within 10 minutes to 2,000 endpoints. From that point, it immediately triggers a health check. That health check is is picked up by the security operations center, and the MTR ops team goes through and makes sure that everything's configured correctly, uh, so that the best in class protection can work the way that it should. Uh, from there, uh, they go into active monitoring mode, where where the Signals are, are bubbled up as we described. Uh, machine learning and intelligence is utilized to make sure that the cases are presented to the analysts that that are most important and prioritized for for the best type of, of of immediate response action they can get. We get to those very quickly. We analyze them using a a uh, proprietary investigative framework methodology that we came up with over the last eight years, and then we're able to to rapidly uh, determine whether or not this is malicious behavior or not, which is interesting because you can see an admin using a tool like uh, Netcat or Nmap uh, or some other kind of, of privilege user tool like PSExec or PowerShell. And these are all things that admins, IT administrators do on a regular basis, but it's also the same capability that can be invoked by uh, malicious code and malware and ransomware. Uh, Trickbet, Emetot, they, Emetet, they they're they're using uh, PowerShell and PSExec sometimes to to spread throughout an organization. So how do you know when it's the administrator versus versus uh, an adversary? And and that's the type of work that we're doing there is we're 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 identifying uh, some of those command line instantiation objects and and fileless attacks uh, and taking an extra close look at them and making sure that we're able to act on them swiftly. And the actions piece is, is remarkable. This stands out. So of the landscape of MDR providers out there, very few take action. That's the biggest, you know. So, so if we're talking about how we're different from other services, other, other services simply notify customers of attacks or suspicious events. And that's really up to them to manage things from there. And, and quite frankly, when we went out there uh, and we were, we were talking to Sophos customers and partners, one of the things that they brought up about the, the, the other offerings that they've, they've tried in the past is that they're absolutely just sick and tired of investing in managed services that don't respond to threats, that they don't take action. They wanted us to make sure that we baked into our core offering, not just our premium offering, that we would be able to act on, on threats that we pick up and, and actually neutralize those active attacks. And so that's baked into to how we operate at both levels. JJ, if I could double-click on that for a bit, talk to me more about this neutralizing. How do you neutralize threats? That's a really great question. So active threat neutralization is, is, a, is a, a, a topic that is uh, hotly contested and debated out there. You know, when, when somebody is taking an action, what does that mean that they're doing for you? 
And, and what what's hard about that is is I like how you said double click, right? And and double clicking into not only the contracts that are out there, but getting past the marketing fluff that a lot of a lot of the competition is throwing out there really gets you in to see what exactly is it that somebody is doing. And we we define this in plain language, both in our marketing collateral as well as in our legal service description. So at the point of the order, uh, you're able to see as you're clicking through, you know, exactly what, what we do for you. So response actions is what we call those. So a response action is the way we interact with, with managed endpoints, so where our software is, to actually investigate and neutralize active threats. And so that's going to be, be actions that are not limited to these, but, but just some samples would be remote querying of the host to get more metadata about what's going on with the attack, uh, both before the detection and after the detection, and stringing, connecting all these pieces together so that we can see what's actually happening and make the subjective uh, determination as to whether or not uh, the, the behavior is indicative of, of a malicious action. Uh, we, we, we can use other query out, uh, queries to be able to reach out and, and verify that, that thesis that we have as well. We can isolate the host, we can kill a process, we can block an IP address, and in the cases of, of seeing active malicious code, we're actually able to remove that code as well. So this is direct response actions. And, and the beauty of what we do here is that we provide uh, our customer base three ways to make sure that they are in control. We, we believe that it's really important that we do the work, but customers own the decisions. And that means that the customer is going to control how and when potential incidents are escalated and what response actions, if any, they want us to take and who should be included in those organizations in those in those communications. So effectively, uh, we have three modes for that. Uh, we have a, initially somebody could be in notify mode where we tell them about the things that are going on, which is pretty much where a lot of other services stop. Then we have the collaborate mode where we communicate with them actively to tell them what's going on, what we think should happen and then get their blessing to proceed. And then we have the authorized mode. In an authorized mode, they're trusting us to take those response actions on their behalf in a pre-approval state so that we can most quickly extinguish and neutralize those active threats using the methods I already described. So, JJ, you talked about this as being a distinguishing factor. Just as there are so many different definitions of threat hunting, there are so many different threat hunting services beyond neutralizing threats. How would you say that Sophos Managed Threat Response distinguishes itself from other services in the marketplace? Sure. So again, in, in short, we act. So, so the, the action piece is, is, is the biggest part. No one wants you to flood, flood their inbox. You know, back in the day, you know, an IDS gets turned on and it would, or a firewall would get turned on and it would flood an email inbox with all the alert activity. Uh, then it moved to IDSs doing the same. Then we moved to IPSs and, and, and next-gen firewalls that, that really upped the game there. And then from there, we ended up in a situation where we started doing the same thing on the endpoint. You know, we can you see you see a lot of noise out there. You you talk to the the, the partner community and the user community, and and they they want things to be more simple. They want they want us to provide them with outcome focused information. So, do I take an action? Do I not take an action? Can you take that action for me? I don't want you to tell me a bunch of context. I don't want you to tell me a bunch of information that forces me to go do work to learn what this is or to figure out if I should or should not do something about it. I, I want you to tell me prescriptively, here's what you've determined, here's what's needed to be done, and if I've set you to be in notify mode or collaborate mode and haven't put it in a situation where our Sophos MTR team can just jump right in and take care of it for them, they, they want to make sure that it's so prescriptive that, that they don't have to think very much while they do it. They can just act. 
if it's us acting, they want us to do that on their behalf and then tell them about it later. And the reason for that is that they don't want their inbox to fill up with more work from the people they hired to help them. Very good. JJ, it's been terrific insight. I appreciate the conversation today. Thanks so much. Oh, it's, it's been a privilege. Thank you for having me. Again, we've been talking about threat hunting. I've been speaking with JJ Thompson, Senior Director of Managed Threat Response with Sophos. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.